This is Elizabeth Carlyle on Heal Yourself Naturally with Ayurveda. Thank you for joining me today. Something that I believe impacts our health and basically helps us to progress unfettered through life is forgiveness. If we are stuck in resentment and an unforgiving mode, we prevent ourselves from moving forward, achieving joy and freedom in life, as well as experiencing optimal health. While we may think some actions are unforgivable, and these may be horrific events to us, if we find it in our hearts to forgive, we release any hold these actions may have upon our future. And indeed, we help the one who is responsible. We lift the pain for all. Mankind has committed atrocities against fellow humans and animals and severely wounded the earth many times. And, and we will never condone these terrible events. But we progress as human beings as we move forward in time, I believe, if we find forgiveness and love in our hearts for not only our mistakes and transgressions, we can find forgiveness for others' mistakes and misjudgments. It's very difficult not to judge. We are taught to be discriminating about everything. But can we learn to observe without judgment? If we wish to reach the plateau of peace for all, we must forgive all that we feel was done against us. Additionally, forgive ourselves for our mistakes and the injuries we may have caused others. It is indeed difficult to turn a blind eye or ear when we learn of the awful things that many have done to others. But if we allow ourselves to slip into judgment, we are agreeing that mankind can never rise out of this mire of blame. We can be peaceful. We can learn to support one another in peace. It begins with each individual's determination to accept only peaceful resolution. 
one of the ways in which the body begins to degrade is through lack of love. Lack of forgiveness is what leads to a deficiency of love. I believe we are all divine beings. There is in fact a spiritual cord that connects us to the divine. This cord can be as thin as a needle or as wide as a pillar of light. Realization of your connection with the divine and your soul creates a widening of this spiritual cord. If we choose to be injurious to others, if we choose to live our lives at the expense of others or cause suffering to others, this spiritual cord may become disconnected. But if we effectively desire change, desire to be of service to others, desire to experience love, we can reconnect to our higher soul, our higher nature, and the divine within us all. When we practice forgiveness for ourselves, as well as forgiveness for the wrongdoing of others, we increase our spiritual light. We draw joy, light, and love to ourselves naturally and increase the spiritual cord. Lack of love for ourselves and lack of harmony, that connection to the divine leads first to the disconnect with source and then to the disconnect with our own divinity and our body. We are light beings. The body is composed of light. If the light source fades, I believe the body suffers and degrades from lack of love and this inner light. We can easily regain this light through loving kindness to ourselves and to others. We can easily build upon our divinity by practicing love and forgiveness. Our thoughts, our emotions supersede any physical condition. One of the most powerful affirmations is, I am light, I am love, I am. That includes it all. 
Each one of us is part of the divine and has the divinity within. Some severe illnesses are emotional in nature and origin. Many of us have been deeply hurt and carry resentment. The body becomes congested if these emotions persist and illness can take hold of bodily systems. The act of forgiveness is therapeutic and necessary for good health. Being critical, irritable, or angry damages our energy. The physical channels of the body are not just physical. They are emotional and contain energy. When emotions are consistently negative, these channels constrict and sometimes cause blockage and pain. That is why taking certain medications or medicines are ineffective. And the dosage is often increased because the damaging emotions and the energy still exist. The effects of emotion and energy supersede the effects of medicine. Positive emotions and thoughts like kindness, joy, and enthusiasm have beneficial effects psychologically, physically, and also spiritually. I'd like to discuss fear now. Fear binds us and immobilizes us. Fear prevents us from progressing and moving forward in our lives. Fear drives a wedge between us and succeeds in keeping us in the dark. The only good thing about facing fear is that it is actually weak. It has no real strength. It has no ability to combat the light. When where light is positive and active, powerful, dark is passive, without support. So fear is darkness which seeks support. It attaches itself to others for support. It has no strength of its own. I believe we have a hundred 
100% control over fear because it, it, is, it is an emotional pattern. Negative self-talk amplifies fear. Negative visualization can feed a fear pattern. But these preconceptions are all based on hypothetical outcome, not present situation, but probabilities. The body's defense system is automatic. It acts and mobilizes when it is threatened. A definite biological fear alerts the body and allows it to react naturally and purposely at that particular time. If, however, we are mentally dwelling in a generalized environment of fear, the body has no clear line of action or response. Animals are naturally alert to everything in the environment. A cat does not worry about a penned-up dog two or three blocks away and does not bother wondering what would happen if that dog were to escape and find the cat's yard. Many of us do not pay attention to our environment. Instead, instead through our experience and beliefs, we concentrate only on that ferocious dog two or three blocks away. We don't respond to what is physically present, but choose to dwell upon threats that may or may not exist. The mind then signals a threat that is not physically present. So the body cannot clearly respond. It's a pseudo-threatening situation which, which results in biological confusion. Left alone, the body can defend itself against any disease or any other threat, but it cannot defend itself against an exaggerated general fear. Senility is a mental and physical epidemic. We become senile because when we are young, we believe that old people cannot perform. So when young people with this belief system grow old, they become the victim of senility. 
the quality of our lives is formed through our beliefs, our emotions, and our mental constructions. We must thoroughly examine our beliefs and see if we are truly aware of what is happening in our present. Our present mental and emotional state. How are these currently manifesting our experience? And how can we regain control over fear of potentials or probabilities? All hypothetical. And live more fully in the present with love and forgiveness. My affirmation for today is, as I mentioned earlier, I am light, I am love, I am. I am light, I am love, I am. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you have any questions or comments, please visit my Facebook page, Healing Ayurveda, and I will be happy to respond. Please join me again next week. And I thank you once again. Many blessings. Mm -hmm.